Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles Podcast, Sports Edition. Come join our team of armchair quarterbacks as we discuss, dissect, and debate all that sports had to offer this week. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in cronies to the Man Child Chronicles podcast, Sports Edition. I'm here with my two best friends, John and Jay. We're going to talk this NFL's week action. And at the end, we got a little treat for you. Since the NBA just started, we're going to do an all-time NBA starting unit. It's going to be fun. Boys, how was your weekend of sports? Good? I was satisfied. You know, I I was very satisfied. Um, but, John, I'm surprised you say that. You know, I felt like the uh, Buccaneers came short for you. We'll get to that later, but oh, okay. the rest of the games <laughs> left okay. me. Satisfied. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how satisfied I was. I, I don't even. You know, I shouldn't say how satisfied I was because I felt <sighs> good that we got a win. We beat the Broncos, sixteen to nine. Jets are five and two, tied with the uh, Bills for the division lead. We are sitting third in the AFC standings right now. But it came at a cost. We lost our outstanding rookie, <laughs> Brees Hall. And we lost our unbelievably good offensive lineman, Elijah Vera Tucker. So we're, we're going to have an uphill battle. Uh, we did get a running back today at a great deal, James Robinson. But uh, we squeaked out that win. Our defense played great. Zach Wilson is basically playing like Mark Sanchez without throwing the ball, turning the ball over. So... Hopefully he gets better because we're going to need it. But uh, we play the Patriots, Bills, Patriots for the next three games. So we'll see what we're made out of uh, coming up here. But very excited that we are 5-2. and two. Now, normally when uh, the starting quarterback like Russell Wilson gets hurt, you're like, well, no wonder you you won the Jets fans. Russell Wilson was hurt. But, I mean, it looked like Russell Wilson was still playing out there this week. I mean, the Broncos could not move the ball. They could not do anything on offense. So, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a straight-up victory for the Jets over the Broncos. For, it for was. And I'm, I'm convinced their coach is terrible. Nathaniel Hackett is a terrible coach. And uh, two good defenses playing that game. It was a very... <laughs> defensive uh big battle broncos defense is unbelievable uh jets are playing very at a high level right now as well now whatever twilight zone we entered this year in the nfl was what's going on we're in the twilight zone here because the washington commanders beat the green bay packers 23 to 21 aaron Rodgers looked like a little toddler out there throwing a fit at one point (laughs) laying on the ground i mean his stats look good. They couldn't run the ball at all. What happened in that game? I'm telling you, I texted I texted Jay that if anybody's a fan of Stranger Things, I feel like this NFL season is in the upside down right now because what up is down, down is up, wet is dry, dry <laughs> is wet. Nothing makes sense. The commanders Nothing. beat the Packers with their backup quarterback. Aaron Rodgers can barely can't even throw for 150 yards. <laughs> His receiver, oh, just terrible. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. 23, the Packers are, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to come out of this abyss. Um, Jay, you got a game you want to go over? 
jumping into the next game is the Saints versus the Cardinals. Uh, don't need to spend too much time talking about it, but the Cardinals did win 42-34. to 34. They ended up closing out that uh, first half with uh, two pick sixes in the final two minutes, um, and that put the score pretty much unreachable. And so at that point, it was just cruising to their victory. But, yeah, when uh, Andy Dalton threw two pick sixes in the – uh, in the two-minute drill of the first half. I didn't think he was going to come back on the field, but he did end up playing that whole game, had a bunch of garbage-time touchdowns, but uh, the Cardinals did take care of business. The Red Rifle was not very accurate on those two uh, picks. Now, here's a secret of that game that you guys probably don't know about. What happened was is the Arizona Cardinals locked up the video game system Kyler Murray plays with and said, since it's a Thursday night game, we will not release it to you till after this game is over. And Kyler Murray said, okay, 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 okay. 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 And that is what happened there. And that was why the Cardinals dominated. And, um, for a Thursday night football game, a lot of points was kind of surprised by it and happy about it. Uh, another reason that they did, it was a simple game plan. Throw it to our receiver who's back, our Oprah receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, and just throwing him the ball, and that's all they had to do. Um, next game on the board here, Cowboys, Dak Prescott is back. They beat the Lions 24-6, to dominated up and down the field on them. Uh, didn't particularly pass well. Dak Prescott really played kind of like Cooper Rush was playing, ran the ball, played good defense, and won the game. It's a formula to win right there. All I want to say about that game is the Lions are straight trash. Whatever they were throwing that hocus-pocus at us early, early in weeks, they have proven now in three consecutive weeks they are trash. Uh, Dan Campbell made a comment about if you turn the ball over for him, you will not be on his team. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does to shake things up even more. Um, I'm thinking that was mainly referred to Jared Goff having a couple fumbles and a couple picks in that game. He's going to have to do something because old Dan Campbell is going to be losing his job if you don't. Another game that uh, that uh, we're not going to talk about much, though, but Carolina Panthers at 21, the Buccaneers at 3. Uh, Jay, what do you got? What? Hold on here. <laughs> Man, John, you went through that one as fast as you could. Uh, what I got is uh, old Tom Brady throwing uh, 49 pass attempts, um, trying to throw as much as he could. Uh, Mike Evans, after the game, said his drop, it happened really early in the game, wide open, 75-yard oh, touchdown, mm-hmm. and as soon as Mike Evans dropped it, he said the entire air was sucked out of the team, and they could not recover, and that happened early in the first quarter, and if that's the truth, it, I, I mean, it sure looks like it, because the Buccaneers looked horrible so um mike evans still did great he had nine catches 96 yards but that wide open 75 yard touchdown pass and he just couldn't pull it in i did not watch much of this game or all of it because i was at work but how do you have 32 completions 290 passing yards and only three points to credit for that like i'm sorry but what is going on like, I, so, I will say most of his yards came at the very end of the game because he, it took him forever to crack two hundred. Yep, did it. Yep. I was tra- I was tracking the game because I had Chris Godwin going for fantasy, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, like when they I cannot saw move the ball, on Brady. I was like, what is going on? Now that makes sense. Yeah, but they got to figure it out, man. Like 
I don't care. Bring back Bruce Arians. I was going to say, that's like, the answer. Bruce Arians was the reason that offense clicked because the guy's a genius. Like Todd Bowles, the guy couldn't, guy, the guy got fired from New York Jets. Like he's not the answer. Bruce Arians in the background eating his Cheetos. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I have a new name for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the Tampa Bay Suckaneers. They suck. They need a, until they start doing better, they are now the Tampa Bay Suckaneers. Uh, going into uh, the next game, you've got the New York Giants versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Giants are on a roll. They haven't stopped. They're 6-1. and one. They won 23-17. to 17. It was another just gut-check performance. I mean, the Jaguars were winning. Uh, in the fourth quarter, the Giants had to come – uh, come from behind and win, and I mean they're just showing. Don't bet against them; they're winning ball games. They got the same formula as the Cowboys and the Jets: play great defense, run the ball, and quarterback don't turn the ball over. And yep. It's the formula to win. It always has been. We're skipping over Danny Dimes here, guys. We have to give a shout out to Danny Dimes because not only did he not turn the ball over throwing, he ran for over a hundred yards and a rushing touchdown. Yep. I mean, this dude is Josh Allen 2.0. I'm calling now. <laughs> Brian Dabble is going to turn this around, and Danny Dimes will be just as regarded as Josh Allen here in the oh, next quit. season or two. I would be on I'm calling it now. I'm calling it. He won't be on that team next year. <laughs> Oh man! If he, they go fifteen and one, he will be. <laughs> I'll tell you what; it is crazy how that guy can run the ball. He looks like the biggest nerd that, like, when you feel you look, you look at that guy and you think when he runs, it looks like it hurts or something. And he, but when he runs, he looks pretty smooth and he's he's uh, deceivably fast. Uh, speaking of a fast quarterback, the Ravens beat the Browns twenty three to twenty. It looked like another game that was going to collapse under him. And they managed to hold on to the win, 23-20, beating the uh, Browns. So the, the Ravens, uh, a lot of close games this year, have lost a lot of close ones, but came out victorious in this one. Well, and that had nothing to do with the fast quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he 9 for 16, 120 yards, didn't even have that many rushing yards. Very big disappointment in fantasy this week. Very big. Did, Gus Bus was back, uh, though, and he looked good. The uh, the biggest disappointing fantasy this week was Mark Andrews by stats. Did he oh. play that game? Did he get hurt or what happened? Is he he had one, one carry for four yards. Did he get hurt? I don't know. No, no he was nope. he was no. little banged up going into the game. But uh, I think the Browns' game plan was to not let him so, catch the ball, and it almost worked. NFL teams, if you want to stop Mark, stop Mark Andrews. Watch what the Browns did because obviously it's effective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, going on now to my. Dirty Joe and the boys. We got the Cincinnati Bengals put on the whooping on the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, 35 to the Falcons 17. Dirty Joe was all over that field all game. It was Joe Burrow's day. 481 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and I think he ran one in as well for yes, a touchdown. Sure I mean, he was all over the field. The receivers were hot. This Bengal team warming up here? Are we about to see them come on, or what's going on? I think so, man. Their offense is clicking. They're all healthy finally. T. Higgins is back. They all look good. Their offensive line is cohesive now. Their defense is playing good. It always helps when you play the Falcons to make yourself look that good as well. So, 
Falcons have looked tough, though. I mean, they didn't this yeah. week, but they've looked tough. Yeah, well, it's going to hurt the fuck. They only they still only threw. They were down that much, and they still only threw the ball like nineteen times. I mean, I, you I know mean, your game plan. You stick yeah, to it. You stick we to write it. our game plan to the yep. end. Yep. <laughs> oh, someone who's not getting ridden into the end. Uh, we've got the Tennessee Titans versus the Indy Indianapolis Colts. Titans win nineteen to ten. Not much to talk about except Matt Ryan has been told he has been benched for the rest of the year. I know he's got a shoulder sprain. They're thinking it might take one or two weeks where he will not be active. But as soon as he becomes active again, it doesn't matter. They've told him he is on the bench. He's done. So what you're saying is they put Matt Ryan in the ship that you sent out to the middle of the sea and you <laughs> shoot the flaming arrow yes. out and you watch it in golf and you have a tear falling from your eye and you look at the legacy and the career they've had, but you know they're done. Is that they're what done. you're saying? Yeah. They're, they're done. done. Yep. Okay. Yep. Put a fork so in Matt it. Ryan, enjoy that cruise out to the middle of the lake. Uh, hopefully the backup <laughs> or Sam doesn't get hurt and they try to bring you back in on fire, but... Uh, ride, ride that bench. Be a good mentor, and uh, you know you can you can make a lot of money being a good backup quarterback mentor in the NFL. Yep. Joe Flacco does it. Uh, Matt Ryan, a shout out to him in since he's done in fantasy forever now. He was Kirk Cousins before Kirk Cousins. He was always a top ten quarterback towards the bottom every year because he passed it a ton. He had one uh, one great year where he they just gave it away in the Super Bowl, but. I, I can't imagine retiring as a quarterback or ending your last season and you're being called the Kirk Cousins before Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he was. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, speaking of a Kirk Cousins type quarterback, the Raiders beat the Texans, a couple of Kirk Cousins quarterbacks here, beat the Texans 38-20. It had nothing to do with Derek Carr. It had all to do with Josh Jacobs running all over the field. This guy is running for a contract and he's going to get one yeah anyone else get screwed by josh jacobs this week yeah thanks a lot (laughs) bud (laughs) i think a lot of people did uh good game though uh raiders are starting to uh come on here so you better watch out for them they did come on against the texans we'll see what happens when they play somebody just like just like the uh Bengals. you play a texans (laughs) team and you always look good that's a good way to get out of your funk right there (laughs) i'll tell you uh, go ahead Oh, I, I was to say, I'll tell you a team that needs to um, get out of their funk, and uh, that was uh, the Chiefs versus the uh, 49ers. And man, what a great comeback victory for the Chiefs after losing last week in a great game against the Bills. I did not know how this game was going to start. Um, the 49ers went up pretty quick, 10 nothing intercepted Mahomes right away. And so I was actually feeling a little nervous. And then Mahomes did what Mahomes does, and he had that look on the sideline. And if anyone follows Patrick, you know the look I'm talking about. He's stoic. He was not joking around. And I thought, I, it's much funny, my wife was sitting next to me, and I said, Mahomes looks like he's about to turn it on. And boy, howdy, did they turn it on. Ended up beating the um, uh, 49ers 44-23. to The game was so lopsided, we saw a little like peak at college football when you put your backup teams in because (laughs) the game's unwinnable, which you normally don't see a lot in the NFL, but the game was so bad. Both coaches gave that look and went, okay, let's put in the second (laughs) unit. You know, going into this game, I thought, I thought it was going to be a really good game. And I thought the 49ers, 
uh, because the Chiefs didn't have a lot of time to prepare for Christian McCaffrey, who they just got in a trade. And I don't know what the 49ers are doing because whenever CMC was on the field, he looked really good. And he they looked just didn't, great. You could have put. I, I don't know. Who, I know the guy doesn't know the offense, but how hard is it to say to run in this hole, pass block, or go out for a a, a, a route? You know, yep. it's called uh, protecting your asset in his injury history. And they're like, we need to coddle this guy into the into our system, into our game. We don't want him to come out here and won't run it twenty to thirty times or catch it forty and get hurt. We need to make sure this asset sells us some tickets at our home game so we can uh, make it happen. Yeah, it probably didn't help. Well, their defense didn't help since Patrick Mahomes was throwing laser missiles all over the field. But big win big win by the Chiefs. They look good. They look good right there with the Bills, man. That those two teams are they're good. Another um real quick another a, a wide receiver that had a great stat line. It was good to see uh, Juju Smith-Schuster uh 7 catches, 124 yards, touchdown. <laughs> and MVS got 100 yards too. It was eight. Yep. Couple and McCall Hardman had three touchdowns. Like every all their th- their big three receivers all performed for him. Another guy with his comeback game to a tackle over the guy came back for his <laughs> game and uh, he uh, he sure uh, uh, Dolphins sixteen Steelers ten um, to uh, has over two hundred yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mozart the running back looked pretty comfortable. They all had a very good effective game. Uh, tiny hands picket three picks. Uh, still still can't figure out how to spin that football in the NFL. His you ever since you said that I've been watching him throw that ball and it it just looks like it comes out of there so soft and hardly any spin on you are a hundred percent correct on that. There's a reason why he wears gloves and my wife says it's to stuff the fingers. <laughs> so he has bigger hands. He throws his guys when they catch that ball they bobble it a lot because it comes in there so weird. And yep. I'm like John is John should be on ESPN calling this one out. Tony Tony Robo, if you're listening, call it out next game we broadcast. That's not how you say to attack a little guy. (laughs) I don't know why I'm dying, but I have not stopped dying since you said his last name. Uh, The last game that is final to go over is the Seahawks beat the Chargers 37-23. The Chargers just do not look like the Chargers right now, and the Seahawks are living the upside down. And they keep winning with a backup quarterback. Their rookies are looking real good. and uh, But they, they looks like they lost DK Metcalf for a little bit in that game. But uh, 37-23, I'm sure you love to see that score, Jay. So the Chargers lose. They just keep falling farther in that AFC West. Man, it, they said um, during this game that the Seahawks were only projected to win five games all year. They're already at four and three. So... It looks like, as of right now, if you're judging that trade, the Seahawks definitely came out on that Russell Wilson trade. Yeah, the uh, the Jets were only projected to win five games this year, too, so both teams outperforming. They both had great drafts. And, uh, yeah, Geno Smith looks way better than Russell Wilson did last year. Not only did Geno Smith look good, Kenneth Walker had 168 oh, rushing the yards third. and two Kenneth touchdowns. Walker, the third. Kenneth Walker, the third, said... I'm gonna I'm gonna get some yards and some touchdowns that game, and he looked really good. And I'm uh, I hate to say it because I hate Pete Carroll, and I'm gonna keep saying I hate Pete Carroll, but he he is a good coach. Uh, he uh, chews that gum. I can't stand it. I can't believe that came out of my mouth. But uh, Geno Smith even said in a press conference, all this success has led up to 
Pete Carroll's coaching ability and how good of a coach he is. And I think he does find the strengths of his players, and he plays off of them very well. He creates a game plan to fit the personnel he has. He always has done it. That's why he always, you know, even when he coached the Jets that one year, he played, they weren't 8-8 eight and eight because he, he puts the best game plan out there, a chance to win. We did not have a good team that year, but uh, the last game that's on, uh, there's five minutes left, and I'm pretty sure it's over, folks. The Bears are up 33-14 to 14 on the Patriots. Mac Jones was back wow. this game. Did not last very long. They pulled him and put uh, Zappi in there. Uh, Zappi has not looked much better. He did get a couple of scores on the board. But the Bears, man, here we go again in the upside down. They are just dominating the Patriots, who just literally shut out two teams in a row with their defense, and now they're playing the worst offense in the league, and they can't stop them. Did you I don't say get the, the NFL. Bears have 33? Yes. Three and a three? That's correct. More than seven. More than seven. More than five. That would be more than five as well. That's mind-blowing. I mean, the Patriots, I think, the last two weeks, I mean, given up a touchdown for them to give up 33 points, and I think they're in Foxborough, right? Yeah, they are. They are yeah. in Foxborough. <laughs> That's Bill, what I'm Bill saying. Jack is going to be having a great post-conference after this one, folks. <laughs> no, he's already say, for on in New York. On We're on to the next week. We're on to the next team. They're looking you ahead know, to New York. Maybe that's what's happening. They're looking ahead to that big matchup with the Jets. It, it's crazy because obviously this game's not over, but it is, uh, you know, it, it's a 99.9% probability that the Bears win. If you go to the very beginning of this game, the Patriots had an 82% chance of winning. And just, wow, did not happen. I mean, folks, if they come back and win this game and we're still on the air, we will definitely talk about it because it will be one of the best comebacks ever. <laughs> it ain't happening. But that's it for the NFL. Uh, let's do a draft on the sports edition, huh? Yeah. All You're right. Saying well, it's draft time? It's, it's draft time. Draft time. It's draft time. Okay, we're going to do the all-time NBA draft between the three of us. And we are going to draw, right now, the order of our picks. You guys ready for this? Oh, yeah. All right. Let me get the names in my hand here. All right. First pick. Ryan. Oh, of course. Oh. Of course. Second pick. Boy, what are we going to take? <laughs> I'm so glad I got the first pick. John. And Jay, you got the third pick. All right. Simple rules of the draft. You got to pick a starting five. They've had to have played that position. So that's a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward, a power forward, <laughs> and a center. We're going to draft a six-man, so you can draft whoever for your six-man and a coach. Um, one question I do want to ask you guys. Small forward, power forward. A lot of forwards play a lot of... A lot of, for, a lot of the better forwards in their careers have played small and power. Are we going to say as long as they played it a good majority of their career, that counts? 
it's the majority one that wins. So if you pick mm-hmm. someone that majority was power forward and you try to pick them for small forward, I will shut you down. Okay, because some of these are pretty interesting on how you clarify small and power, just so you know. Google right. is how I clarify Google. Okay, okay. What does I'll, Google I say will defer to you for a couple of these people then because I think you'll either way with them. Now, but, Google has to be able to look them up, Ryan, so you can't pick up anybody that we have to open up a sports almanac with or something to figure out when they were drafted and who they played for. You don't have like to that. worry about that. They have to be on Google, Ryan. Because my first pick from North Carolina, Michael Jordan. Shooting guard. Sam Bowie? Michael Jordan, game over. Nobody can beat my team now. I have Michael Jordan. It's over. I mean, you guys can pick teams. I don't think it really matters who I pick the rest of the time, but go ahead. You really think Jordan was the 101? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to pick somebody and get them off the board here. I'm going to go a little different here, and I'm going to take the uh, – one of the uh, top scoring players of all time in NBA history. I'm going to get Mr. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar off the board and get him in as my center. Um, interesting fact about Kareem, he, he leads the league in scoring, and he never even made a three-pointer in his entire career. They, so, that, so they didn't have it for most of it. So, so I got my center off the board, Mr. Kareem, multi-champion. I'm glad getting him. You know, when what I find interesting about Kareem Abdul Jabbar is when the league was getting dominated by centers in the 90s and early 2000s, when center was a big position, people would always talk about, oh, this player is all time center, this is. And people always put, move Kareem down the list. But now that all those players have retired and they're gone, he's right back up there. Everybody says he's the best center again. And his numbers prove it, man. You watch that guy, you, that sky hook. Yep. Unstoppable. Nobody is what is crazy to me is he was so unstoppable with that move and nobody has ever got that move. Like people have have copied Michael Jordan's fadeaway jumper, but nobody has copied his has been able to perfect his sky jumper. Nope, that's a fact. All right, Jay, back to back. All right, going back to back. Super excited here. I am going to take um, the best point guard off the board, and that is Mr. Magic Johnson himself. Uh, Mr. Six Foot Nine point guard for the Lakers can uh, step in and even play center when he had to. Um, so glad I got him. And then I'm going to take the next best shooting guard off the board, John, because I will not let oh, you get oh, him. And I am taking uh, Mr. Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. Oh, so if yeah. I'm going to have uh, anyone have a chance to go up against Michael Jordan and uh, you know have some good friendly competition, that's going to be Kobe Bryant. Solid Gosh, picks. Darn Two Lakers. Three Lakers right in a row. Look at that. You don't like me. Has anybody watched uh, Winning Time on HBO Max? You should have uh, took him with your first pick, John. You should have been smart. I, I wanted to, and I wanted cream. I was shocked that you didn't take him, so I, I was prepared to I not take him. a shooting guard at I all. Wanted, I wanted my center. 
Does anybody watch Winning Time on HBO Max, though? I have not. No. no. You have to. It's one of the funniest shows. It's it's really good. Uh, okay, so you guys went front court. I went back court. You went front court. We went back court. Oh, my bad. Always get the courts mixed up. <laughs> I'm gonna take. Uh, man, I'm gonna take. Oh, my wife's gonna kill me for this one. <laughs> you gotta do it. But I have to do it. You got to. I'm writing it down, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm taking. <laughs> I'm taking Larry freaking Bird at small forward off the board. Really. You're taking Larry Bird. I am taking Larry freaking Bird, who averaged 30 points a game when hand-checking was allowed and dominated at the small forward position in his prime. He could not be stopped. Best trash talker. He's on my team with Kareem. I am so upset you just took him because I thought for sure you were taking the other small forward who is going to be the number one scoring player in all-time history and i was really hoping larry bird was going to follow me because i love larry bird so much (laughs) so i'll even though i don't like i liked him when he was younger in his career i haven't liked him as of late but i'm still going to pick him because you can't deny the dominance of lebron james small forward for so many years he's going to end up being the all-time scorer which charles barkley brought up a good point the other day he didn't go to college. Kareem had to go for four years when he went. Yep. So, little asterisk there, in my opinion. Plus, Kareem won championships all four of those years at UCLA. Um, but I will take LeBron James, that small forward, and holy cow, my team has Michael Jordan and LeBron James to start. And now I'm going to take the best power forward of all time, and that is Mr. Timmy Duncan. Timmy! Tim Duncan. He is not my favorite my favorite player is a power forward, I but I have to be smart if I'm doing all-time NBA team, and I'm going to take Timmy. Mr. Fundamental. What a team. All right, man. If you got, you got a good team, uh, I might have to get somebody who can get the rock to my scores, and I'm going to take the all-time assist leader as my point guard, Mr. John Stockton, oh, off the board now. Go. I'm going to get him, and he is going to be Diamond, Larry, Bird, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Man, that's going to be unstoppable. I can't believe you just took... I thought for sure nobody was taking him. I thought he was going to land to me. Wow, great pick. Everybody forgets about John Stockton, man. The guy, one of the leaders, leader in assist, right up there in steals, three-pointers yep. made. Oh, man. I had great him pick. after Magic. It went Magic, then John. All right, Jay. We got back-to-back. All right, I am... Since you guys have taken the sh- uh, small forward, I don't need to worry about that right now. So I will go ahead and take my power forward and my center. And I am very happy because for power forward, Mr. Charles Barkley has Ooh, fallen to my, me. It's my man. And I know that is who Ryan loves. So I will go ahead and take Charles Barkley. And then the... I agree, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, amazing. Um, but when it comes to the center, it's the center I grew up with. It's the one dominating uh, the boards, breaking backboards. They had to completely redo the backboard because of this guy, Shaquille O'Neal. So very happy to have him follow me as well. 
I'm just going to foul him. I'm going to foul him. Dude, bring <laughs> it on. Hack-a-shack. 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 All right, John. All right, I'm going to get a... I'm going to get a shooting guard now. I got Kareem. I got Larry. I got John. I want John to feed this guy because this guy was one of the most dominant three-point shooters in his time in the NBA. Mr. Reggie Miller is coming off the board now. I'm going to take Reggie Miller as my shooting guard. You got some. I'll tell you what. Stockton, Miller, and Bird, all excellent three-point shooters. Um... Well, I man, I can't tell you how happy I am. This point guard just fell to me. Speaking of three-point shooters, let me take the best of all time, <coughs> Mr. Steph Curry for my point guard. Too bad LeBron's going to want the ball all the time. And Jordan. Oof. Oof. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, uh, Steph's going to shoot a three. Man. Jordan's going to be like, no, give me the ball, Steph. <laughs> I'm very torn at center uh, because there's two guys. One I think is the best defensive center and one of the best centers yep. of all time. Yep. The other is just was unbelievably dominant in his era. And I don't care what era he plays in, he's going to be dominant. Uh, but I got to choose one of them, don't I? Yes, you do. So I'm going to go based on the team I built. I don't need scoring. I got three of the best scores ever on my team. That's a good one. I'm going with defense. <laughs> that was probably the only center that could actually compete with Shaquille O'Neal and contain him and even uh, get him to some all-time scoring lows against him. Now I'm going to take the dream, Hakeem Olajuwon. Not to, to keep him a dumbo? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's a good pick. Uh, what do I got left? I got power forward. Oh, man, there are three solid power forward options I can go with Yes, here. there are. One's dominating the league right now, and he's one of my personal favorites. The other one was my favorite growing up, and then one's one of the all-time greats. So this is a very tough pick for me, guys. I'm not going to lie with you here. Um, Either way, I think I can go and be successful. Looking at my team and what I need, I don't really need a score. I got three great scores, four, to be honest, with a great passer. I need somebody who could probably step up to a Shaq and step up to a Jordan and not be intimidated by him. I'm going to take Kevin Garnett off the board here and put him in that power forward position. Great pick. I love KG. He's one of my favorite players all time. That's a great pick. Guy can do everything. Very versatile, very unselfish player, too. All right, Jay, you're up back-to-back. Back. You can take either uh, coach or six-man here after your next starting five pick. All right, so for my starting or for my uh, small forward that I have to take <coughs> now, um, I'm not mad that he fell to me. Larry Bird was uh, a big one, John. I'm surprised you took him first, but, yeah, love that pick. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Julius Irving. Dr. J, wow. I will take Dr. J as my small forward. That is very interesting. So I'm loving my starting five, and who's going to coach him except, you know, the greatest greatest coach of all time, Mr. Phil Jackson himself. Oh, I thought you said the greatest coach of all time. I did. 
All right, I'm gonna take my uh, I'm gonna take my sixth man off the board. Somebody who can come off the bench and re-energize the offense and keep it rolling. I'm taking the answer himself, Mister AI oh. Allen Iverson, to be my sixth man. That's a man. Talk about a spark off the bench. That's a guy that can give you a spark off a bench right there. Now I I think he was drafted shooting guard, but I remember him more as a point guard. What do you guys remember him as? Point he, it depended. It depended on what team he was on. His heydays with the Sixers, he was a point guard because they brought in Larry Hughes, who was a shooting guard. He was the better ball handler, so they put him at point guard. But he mostly played point guard. I got a guy who can average twenty six to thirty points a game coming off the bench. So I'm happy with yeah, that. That's a solid pick. Solid pick. Or I got to finish my draft off with my sixth man and my coach. I'll go with my coach first. I'm going to take a coach who won a lot of championships and very, uh, I love the way he became a coach too. He was the GM of a team and fired his coach and said, I'm going to coach. And he coached him to multiple championships. I'm taking Pop, Greg Popovich for my Greg coach. Greg Popovich, yep. <laughs> I just love that story. Oh, I need to be a coach. Who's nobody's going to hire me? I'll just fire this guy and I'll become the coach. <laughs> <laughs> he just stayed in that spot and he was great. Of course, when you when you know you're going to have the first round, he knew he was going to have the first round pick the next year because David Robinson was hurt, <laughs> and <laughs> so he's like, "Well, I guess I'll just uh, draft Tim Duncan number one overall and have David Robinson and Tim Duncan. That can win you some championships." Oh, man, I got to think about my sixth man here because you guys took some players I did not expect you to pick. Oh, man. Now I wish I would have wrote some names down. (laughs) (laughs) Just so everybody knows, I Uh, bragged and bragged. I didn't have to write anybody's name down, and now you guys are are getting me here. Um, Boy, I need somebody versatile. I can do a lot. Ooh, man, I just thought of a good name. Um, Boy, I got two names of mine, a current player and one that just retired. They play for the same team. You guys know who I'm thinking about? No. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with a guy that retired that uh, brought a championship to the team. I'm going to go with Dirk Nowitzki for my sixth man. Interesting. He's very versatile. He can play down low, can shoot the three really good, can drive. Good guy to come off the bench because he can almost fill any position. I got to get a coach off the board, or do you want to recap your team, starting five, six-man coach? Uh, I will recap my team. We are coached by Greg Popovich. And your starting five, point guard, Steph Curry, shooting guard, Michael Jordan, Small forward, LeBron James. Power forward, Tim Duncan. Center, Hakeem Olajuwon. And coming off the bench, Dirk Nowitzki. Wow. What a Greg team. Pop is the perfect coach for that team because he's probably the only coach that all those egos will respect, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, so my starting five, I got John Stockton at point guard. Reggie Miller at shooting guard, Larry Bird at small forward, Kevin Garnett at power forward, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at center, Allen Iverson coming off the bench as my sixth man. And to coach all of that, I'm going to take Pat Riley to be the head coach. Oh, wow. That's a good pick. I thought for sure you can take Red Arbach there. 
Pat Riley's a great pick, though. No, I think Pat Riley's systems will work a lot better with this team. Yeah, he can coach all those big names, too. <coughs> Honestly, we probably got the three best coaches for coaching the personalities we have on our teams. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I have the last pick here. I'll go ahead and recap uh, my team uh, for my coach. I've got uh, uh, Phil Jackson. For my point guard, I've got Magic Johnson. For my shooting guard, I've got Kobe Bryant. For my small forward, I got uh, Dr. J, Julius Irving. For my power forward, I got Charles Barkley. And then at center, I've got Shaquille O'Neal. So for my sixth man for this team, I am going to bring in um, uh, one of the original bad boys with the Detroit Pistons, and I'm going to bring in Isaiah Thomas. Um, uh, just because uh, I need a I need another uh, a point guard to come in and keep feeding my keep feeding these guys. All right, those are some solid teams. Solid teams. Uh, uh, my team is by far the best one, though. <laughs> but I mean, some good teams. It would be it would it'd be. I just wish I wish that we could watch <laughs> this happen. I mean, I love all time oh, teams. I know. So basketball, I think, would be one of the funnest. Uh, I I think out of all the sports. All-time teams, would, the funnest would be basketball. I'll get on uh, NBA 2K and see if I can make these teams. And see oh, if I can yeah, put them that would be each awesome. Other. Simulate see and if see. I can do that. Do yeah. a best of three series between them all facing off. That would be cool. That would be really cool. <clears throat> I'll see if I can do that for you guys if I'm smart enough. If I'm not, my team wins. So <laughs> that's it. All right. <laughs> good episode. Hey, we got through that in a good time. So... Uh, until next week, peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.